Welcome to CoPlay Media, a look inside the world of video games, anime, and the Blurred community. And now, here are your hosts, Diers and Demo. And welcome to CoPlay Media. We got my homeboy here, Demo. We got your boy here, D. We got a special guest here today, my man IQ. Hey, what's going on, man? I, I I love that sound, man. I love that, man. Like that, that auto tune is awesome, man. I, I I love it. Thank you, thank you. Like people really enjoy me doing this auto tune. So I was for a month just trying to figure it out. So I said, "Yo, I'm gonna do it with everything, right?" Yeah. And I have not looked back since. But um, it it is fun, especially when I can be like, "We going live, we going live." Yo, that is tight, man. That is awesome, yo. It's like I am not IQ anymore, guy. <laughs> I am machine head. Machine head, yo. This is gonna be the future of podcasting right here. Just doing everything in auto too. I'm telling you, man. Like that right. is gonna be that's gonna be the new thing. I bet you. Someone is going to bite this idea. I put money on it. That's all right. T-Pain did it first. So don't forget, T-Pain did it first. You got to shout out T-Pain, man. You know, Definitely. Got to acknowledge God. Yeah, he made, well, he, made it, he made it popular. You know what I'm saying? Technically, it was like Zap and Roger, wasn't it? Ooh. Well, okay, so... Is that a history lesson? I don't so know. Here's the thing, right? The version or, or the type of, of auto-tune is a little different, right? Because you got the dudes that have the um the dudes who really, really kind of came first. Like the dude, I can't even remember his name, but he has a little tube in his mouth, right? Yeah. 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 That's how I remember so, the tube. Yeah. So literally what I'm using right now is not specifically tube based, right? Okay. And so the actual program or whatever that, that those dudes use, you know, are, are completely different. So gotcha. when E-Pain was doing what he was doing, it wasn't necessarily the same technology, to the best of my knowledge anyway. Right. So the same way I can sit here and do this, and you see that it's literally routed through my mic, uh-huh. is like, I'm routed through my, um. I have a, something, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be giving y'all the secret Yeah, sauce. I was about to say, don't give, <laughs> don't give away, sauce. don't give away the secret sauce. You, out the sauce. you know what I'm saying? You're gonna make me go home and try and make it. You know what I'm no, saying? But, I'm gonna go home and start playing with the auto tune. I don't, but, don't but do honestly it, though, T Pain did do a lot of research. So you kinda gotta give him his props because a lot of people don't do as much research on it as he did. Right. Yeah. But if you if you've been following T Pain, that dude does his research on everything, right? Yeah. Like it's it's not just that. So when you talk auto tune and the reemergence of it and the way in which they use it in the industry now, yeah. you can't. You know what I'm saying? You can't bring this up without bringing him up and saying he is Thanks. the dude. You know, like that that modern day brought it back, right? Yeah. Now him crediting who he wants to credit. That's him. And yeah. his timeline saying, yo, I got this idea or I did A, B, and C that followed this, right? right. But I got to give that man props because I wasn't I wasn't necessarily looking at the other joints and being like, yo, that would be fun. I was looking at T-Pain and being like, you know what? That is fun. You know, like... It's fun to do. Yeah, there are tons of people that use the sound. And even with auto-tune as a, as a tool... Right. What you don't realize is people, once they know or notice that it's a it's a thing, they um 
they're quick to be like, oh, well, that person can't sing because they're auto-tuning. Well, you oh, know. T-Pain can T-Pain sing. Can sing. <laughs> oh, yes. He, he can't just sing. He can sing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that man gets it in. However, you know, like, even just the music that you hear today, right? A lot of it is auto-tuned and you never even know that tuning was put on it because for some, right, that that's the mm. usage of it. It's a tool to enhance, right? It doesn't mean that a person can't necessarily do a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some people who can't. But even through doing this, right, I, I realize that I have to be so on point with my voice to make it do what I want it to do. So, like, to give you an example, I can just go, ah. It's you when know, you shift octaves. That's when it's kicking. It kicks in when you shift octaves. Is right, that what's going right. on? So, for every person, right, like, depending on how you use it, it's trying to correct you and keep you in a specific type of octave. Mm, yes. Gotcha. Right? So, that's why you hear it actively go. And then when I'm changing the key of my voice, it is, um, it's reacting, Right. So I like to look at it and say it's more of a tool to, to do the things that we want to do musically with it. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. And um, and IQ, recently we were on your podcast and you were using the, the auto-tune sound and you know what I'm saying? Everybody seemed to be loving it. Can you tell us more about your podcast and what people can expect from it from the future? Oh, well, okay. So so we just decided to just start a podcast and be like, okay, I got so many friends and homies I like to hang out with. Yeah. Why not just, you know, jump on and, and, and hang out with them and talk about what we want to? You know, like, it just felt good to hang out and not necessarily have, like, a, a predetermined thing where it's like, okay, half the time when I'm trying to figure things out, talking with people, you want to make sure you're not being disrespectful in any mm-hmm. kind of way, or you're saying, or you're leading them in a direction that they don't always want to go, right? right? And many people I notice, like some of them think that makes good radio or it makes good, you know, podcasting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's more about the experience that I'm having with the homies, and I don't care what we talk about, right? I feel like conversations kind of happen a little bit better. Yes. You can go towards the things that you actually enjoy. You know, like we sitting here talking about auto-tune and at the end of the day, it still feels like it's it's not necessarily being pushed in, in, in right. that like, like, come on, auto-tune, give me something good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's more... <laughs> today, our sponsor yeah. is auto-tune. <laughs> Sponsored by auto-tune. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Conversations definitely are more organic when you're just talking. And what I enjoyed about this show is, like, we were on there late night. That's the best time to talk right there because it's kind of like your brain isn't really focused on the day because the day is over. You're just kind of dumping. It's like a download almost of everything you were thinking about, you know, <laughs> And it, and it feels like it feels real therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it felt good just to sit there and, and not be able to. OK, well, let's do this. Like, no, no. Let's just hang out and talk cartoons. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. let's talk anime or let's talk whatever it is you happen to be into. You know, exactly. like that feels so good. That does feel good. Like it was just about enjoying the experience and enjoying each other and just kicking it. And that's and, yeah. and that's one thing that that's I really all it was. Kicking, kicking back. 
So yeah. I feel like I missed a, a, a crucial opportunity. I should have been like, yo, it felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, man, that, that joke works, dog. That joke works, man. Yeah, it took, like I said, it took me a, a, a month to kind of really start to understand how this works. And I'm still just touching the surface, right? Yeah, there right. are still so many things that people do with this stuff that's so friggin' cool. Yeah. So I want to start experimenting with it. And, and and for me, you know, like I'm a hip hop artist, but I am jumping into singing and, and things like that a little more often. Mm-hmm. And I don't want people to think that I can't sing because I can sing without an auto tune or without any assistance whatsoever. Um, however, so you could join a church choir right now and leave it. You know what I'm saying? You can leave I, immediately. I can do a solo right now. <laughs> you <laughs> go ahead and do the sister act. You know what I'm saying? It was one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I love that movie, man. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, like Sister Act and Sister Act 2. Right? Sister Act 2, yeah, oh, with the oh, kids. Oh. I actually was a part of a choir at at one point in time because I loved Sister Act so much. You know, I went to school and it was like, yo, I guess we gonna join this choir now. You know, like it was after basketball season, so it wasn't in the way. I was like, I've always wanted to do this and I'm gonna do this. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why not? After seeing Lauren Hill do it, yo, I, I, everybody was inspired to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lauren everybody Hill. was inspired to do it in that movie. Yeah, like, seeing Lauren Hill in that movie was amazing, <laughs> right? But there were so many other artists that I already knew of. Like, one of my um, favorite artists uh, was a, a woman by the name of Dee, right? Now, later on in life, Dee ended up becoming um, the voice for Pearl in, in um, Steven's Universe. Oh, really? Come on. But before that, she was a part of a group called The the Party, right? And, and I was a huge fan. Like, if you were ever a Mickey Mouse kid at any point, you know who Justin Timberlake is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But The Party was actually, like, the group that came and made all of them, you know, like, it was the group that preceded them. Or not preceded. It, it was before everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And um, what made it so cool was... Now, when you look at it, you realize like they were the prototype for what made, you know, boy bands and group girl groups of that era. You know, without the party, there is no Justin Timberlake or Britney Spears, you know, like or the people that came from the Mickey Mouse Club, you know, around that time because they were the first. The difference with being the first is you ain't always acknowledged. Exactly. Always get like, you know, the the spotlight because they still trying to figure out things that group. But they dropped, I think, like four albums. And I was a huge fan, right? Like, and I don't care. Like, I'm a kid in the hood having to fight with other kids. I, I like the party, you know? So, I mean, is it was it was it more like pop music or like what kind of... I got to look it up, too. I'm like, the party? I've never heard. Real, I've never heard of it. Real pop. It was real poppy, you okay. know? It was really, really poppy. Um, and they, at, you know, at their specific time, they were they were big. You know, but once again, you know, like anything in fame, they they kind of came down and we we didn't know what what happened and they all went in their different directions. You know what? Like looking at the picture now, I got to say they look cool. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they they look cool. Like they got the black guy. I think that is the Asian chick. You know, kind of got oh, the multicultural. Yeah, it's definitely multicultural. They they got style. Like they got in front of so much, but they don't get the recognition and the love that they deserve because they literally sparked an entire generation, an entire music movement, right? Because people saw what they had the power to do with what they did. You know, like, regardless of the outcome of them not sticking together and, you know, whatever happened behind the scenes, I feel like they need a lot more love and recognition because most of the people you listening to to today, right, the blueprint was them. Oh, yeah. Blueprint was them? Yeah. Can can we can we because uh, I mean there was other stuff I wanted to talk about but I kind of feel what you're saying IQ and I kind of one thing like with Demo's experience in music and and your experience in music I kind of just wanted to go and jump into the meeting of the musical minds and just really just ask you a bunch of questions related to music if it's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and one of which. You know what I'm saying? Is what recent music do you listen to now? Because I've noticed from listening, like on title, I listened to, I started listening to the playlists of other artists. Yeah. And and the, yeah. those guys are the biggest fans of of the hottest artists that are coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're all they have that eye of noticing, you know, other folks that are coming up and coming out. Yeah. And I think it's just a thing with the with the the skill of music, hearing sounds, and just knowing like, oh, everyone is gonna love that sound right there. And I guess my first question is, is like, what recent music do you listen to right now, or what albums or artists do you listen to right now? Man, I'm kind of all over the place, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen to um, my friends, you know, like because I think they are some of the best um, yeah. in the industry right now, big or not, like. I listen to a, a, a lot of, um, if I had to say somebody first, I got to think, right? I mean, not in order, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to put you on the spot and be like, yo, which one of your friends is the most vicious rappers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> which like, one are you listening to the most? <laughs> which one of your homies can rap for real? Which, which <laughs> one is that person? <laughs> no, but they're all amazing. Um, but I think the first person I'm going to mention is um, is Maglo. Um, and... Just because Maglo has been such such an inspiration to me, um, and I love everything that he does. I love the fact that he also has artistic uh, integrity. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that you know he cares about his brand. He cares about the type of music he produces, and I mean, it, it's. It, I just think it's also brilliant. So if if I'm talking about somebody first and foremost, it is definitely Maglo. And, um, you know, he's he's killing it, whether you know who he is or not. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and he does all his own production, like everything you hear is him. So so Maglo, um, oh, super is like one of my best friends. You know, well, they're both like my best friends, you know, mm-hmm. um, oh, super as an artist himself. Um, they actually have a a, a um, song they did called Never. And never um, on the low is probably one of the biggest, you know, records to to explode due to TikTok, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yo, you can blow up with some TikTok. Man. Yeah. yeah, never has like I think they just hit like eleven million, you know, no. with no real, with no real like promotion, with no real nothing, right? Like That's legit. Yeah. straight organic, 
and that's just on Spotify. That's legit. You know, talk about those dudes, but aside from the fact that they're just amazing musicians, and I think I love the fact that I got to see it as it was happening over time, right? Uh To see them mature and change as artists, man, just makes me feel good inside. So, Would there be a a song from Maglo that she would recommend that never, 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 never. never. That's the one to go for. I look at, I see it right there. I'm gonna play that later on. There is that joint. Um, Don't get me wrong. There are so many other amazing, like, like just that project alone is insane. And I still listen to it. Um, Other artists I'm, I'm really listening to and enjoying. Um, There's a group and they just got back together and they're the homies as well. Um, Lotus Cloud. Uh, I think they're Lotus Cloud. Yeah, Lotus Cloud. Um, one of the um one of the two from Lotus Cloud, uh, Leo, he did a project called Heel Boy, right? And and it I, I would call it more experimental than anything else. But okay. what I like about it is is I'm starting to see his individuality, right? And starting to see him like and it's, and it's weird to me because I'm seeing him explore himself as a musician um, in real time. Right. So every time one of his projects comes out, you know, like you can tell it's very personal. It's very based on his life. But I'm realizing that he's also uh, discovering and exploring himself as an artist. And, and for me, you know, that has a lot of value past like whether I just simply like it or not. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at a lot of artists like that. Um, there's a YouTube rapper I, I, I really enjoy, uh, Daddy Fat Snaps. Um, he's he's a beast. I, I really enjoy his music. And, and I also enjoy watching him grow as an artist. So for me, most of the artists that I'm looking at now these days, I'm, I'm, I'm watching artists who are evolving, right? Um, but uh, Daddy Fat Snaps, he is... He's not only growing at a, an, an amazing rate, you know, like there's also members that I love, uh, you know, obviously from the NPC. So there's Mega Ran, there's there's Kadesh who who watching Kadesh right now kind of go on and, and start moving his career and, and changing up what he's doing. Right. Going back to YouTube and, and watching him explore and grow through there, right, watching the uh, the change of of of, of Richie, Richie Branson. Right. Like, you know, that's the bro. But watching his evolution has also been inspiring. You know, Ran is always innovating. He's always changing. He's always, you know, doing something. But watching a lot of those artists that have come up with me thus far, you know, and, and mind you, there are so many I haven't even mentioned. It, it's just like you can take any artist from our collective, right? Any artist from the NPC and watch their growth or, or, or watch them as they've changed as artists, as they've gotten better musically, you know, like I'm, I'm loving everything that MC Omai oh is putting out, right? Well, he's just Omai oh now. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm is loving it, everything Omai oh is putting is out. Is it Omai? Oh like O H M I? O H M I, yeah. You know, watching everything that these guys are doing and the fact that they're my friends and my peers. There's another artist, man, that I, I, I saw many years ago, and I've been a I've been a fan ever since. Is an artist by the name of Locksmith. Um, Locksmith is just a beast, right? Like, and watching his evolution has been great. So for me, um, 
I'm listening to a lot of my own, like a, a lot of the people in, in my circles and yeah. just watching how they're growing and changing. And, and you know, it's very uh, inspirational to me. You know, um, one of my producers, Alex, man, Alex has a band and even watching them and, and some of the things that they're doing has has been amazing just because I, I think that there are so many artists that just don't necessarily see enough eyeballs out there, but are amazing at what they yeah. do. Right. So like I do, you know, obviously I do nerdcore music and people do this thing where they're like, oh, well, I don't listen to hip hop, but, um, you know, I don't listen to rap music and I don't like it, but I like you. And it's just <laughs> cool, dude. You, like, you all right. <laughs> like hip hop music. That, that's what that means. Right. 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 A lot of people don't necessarily go out there and do the work. Right. So they don't like the stuff that's being force fed to them. Yeah. At the same time. There is so much music on an indie level that yeah. it's amazing, right? Like um, other artists that I love, you know, Shinobi Stalin, um, Word Chemist, like the, the the whole Beer Money Unlimited. They they they're consistent, they're good, and they've been doing what they're doing, right? Like yeah. there are many artists just in Orlando that I could sit here and name that have just been doing what they're doing. Midas the Beast, friggin' um, let's see, E-Turn, right? Who's one of the most amazing MCs and, and she's, you know, she's a female, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I mean she's one of the best, because I need to highlight that in the fact that I don't mean the best female. I mean she's, she's one of the best, best that I've heard in a very long time, right? And sometimes we get so caught up in the be and being like, oh, well, you know, one of these femcs, or I, I, I hate that, like, because she'll MCs. eat food, you know, like as an MC, she will eat you. So yeah. please don't refer to her as anything other than greater than you are. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. That's no, I mean, I, I can, <laughs> I definitely can uh, agree with you that there's a lot of music out there that doesn't get heard you know, on the underground and indie level um, that's not on the radio. Sometimes that's where the most talent is. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's where the most talent is. A lot of times the people on the radio, not to, you know, take anything away from them because most of them are talented. But when you get down to the nitty gritty of the art of it, a lot of those people are your best friend or this guy that you kind of just ran into at a you know indie concert or something like that. Yo, I'll, I'll never forget. There was a dude. This is when I was working in Atlanta. I was I was waiting. I was uh, I was bartending, and uh, one of the uh, one of the bar hops gave me like one of the best albums I've ever heard. You know <laughs> oh, he just slid you like, a disc. Slid me a disc. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was just like some of the, and, and it was just so honest, and it was just like in it. You could just felt feel that like, yo, just thank you for coming through. And, yeah. you know, when I asked this question, I built up my own list of like, you know, and, you know, like, I want to sound deep or I want to sound not knowledgeable. So I'm like, you know, I listen to Quelle Chris or I listen to, uh, yeah. and, and, you know, and even they are still like even he is still making great music. Great music. I love that. Guy. I, I, and, I, and I can't like I can't not say their names. Um, if you haven't heard Open Mike Eagle's project, Open Mike Eagle, yes. You know, if you haven't heard his last project, what are you doing with your life? Which one, the JoJo one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of it, course, I've heard it. 
if you have not, what are you doing right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, go get that. Go get it right now. If you haven't heard, like, Substantial's last two projects, right? Substantial, yes. Talk about everything before that. But if you haven't heard his last two projects, what are you doing right now? What are you listening to right now? I need you to stop what you're doing. Stop right now and go get those albums. Everybody's listening to trash, man. It's it's a lot of it's trash. I'm not even going to, at this point, I'm not even going to call it trash, right? People have their their tastes in music, right? Yeah. And one yeah. man or woman's trash is another's treasure. I don't necessarily like something to find uh, the beauty or or even like why somebody might dig something. However, you know, like, I'm not going to sit and say that I don't think this over here is brilliant. You know, I may not dig that so much, right? But I don't want you to feel like you can't enjoy, you know, what I think is your trash music. So here's here's the thing, though. Here's after listening to music and just kind of talking to people, right? Mm-hmm. about why they like the music that they like. Yeah. A lot of people aren't necessarily listening to the artist. They're listening to the, the producer. production. Yeah. It's yeah. A lot of times it's the producer or whoever made that beat that's really the person that they're a fan of. It's not so yeah. much as... What I call BS. I call sometimes right. you, you don't think that there's ever somebody who listens to a song because it's Pharrell? You know what? Like, People listen to Pharrell because Pharrell is Pharrell. Pharrell is Pharrell. Pharrell is Pharrell. But when people are like, oh, I don't even listen to the words, I call BS. I hate when people say they don't listen to no, the words. So here's my rebuttal to that, though. I don't want to say, oh, go ahead. So here's my rebuttal to that. Because I've been that guy, right? I was like, yeah. But sometimes I do listen to the words, and then I'm like, this song was about Nothing. Nothing. You felt, listen, you felt some kind of way later on when, when you wasn't trying to get into a vibe and you was in regular life again. Mm-hmm. But you go to the club, right? You can't sit there and, like, people act like it's it's bad to just simply say, yo, I like it because it's trash, right? I like it because it's ghetto. I like it because it's ignorant. Because you know what? It's okay. At some point in time, maybe that's just where you vibing at. That's what you feel. And that's true. That's what you feel. And I tell people all the time, I like old Mary J. Blige. Old Mary J. Blige is so unpolished that it's great. Raw. It's raw. It's just raw. And it makes you feel good. And and that's okay, right? Like, they're, they're... there is a time, a space, and a mood for everything. Yep. When I look at music now these days, a lot more so, right? I may not like the content, but sometimes I realize it has nothing to do with the wording, and it's everything with the mood. Depressed. So the question is, what is your mood music, right? Everybody's depressed now, man. I mean, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> is there is there any music that you would recommend or that y'all listen to? Like, who do I listen to when I'm sad? Uh, what's his name? Coda? What is it? Coda really? the Kid? You listen to Coda when you're sad? Uh, Coda is the most uplifting rap music, you know what I'm saying, that I can listen to. Just be positive, you know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, got you. Okay. I don't, mess with, don't mess with this stupid stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't got mess you. with... <laughs> 
Gotcha, you know, gotcha. when when I'm sad, I want to listen to something uplifting, but I, I don't want it to be cheesy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't want it to be. Yeah. I don't want it to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like super happy fun time. And I, I and I remember I was listening to Lupe Fiasco and I'm a big fan of lyrics. Like I think lyrics are very important. Very and uh, like, I remember it was a song, it was a great song. And it was the first time that they explained to me what a Manila was. And I didn't know what a Manila was. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like listening to it, like as they're talking, it was like super sad. It's like, oh, Manila, like the thing that they use as like a form of trade, uh, of slave trade, you know, which is like the collar that they put around you. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's deep. And I was like, oh, but I don't want to listen to that right now. That's not, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to listen to that. I'm not in that, I'm not in that kind of headspace right now, Lupe. You know. Yeah, you, you listen to Lupe when you're trying to think a little bit. You, you listen to Lupe that's before a riot. Yeah, yeah. me, there, there are different moods of Lupe though, right? Like. Depending on my mood, it's a Lupe album, right? Yeah. Like, you know, when I'm thinking, I might I might pop in the cool because it gives me a certain a certain feel, right? You know, like when 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 I'm just mad or I just need inspiration. Um, why can't I remember the name of the album? But but the very last album he did, um, which which was super brilliant, man. Oh yeah, Negroes Under the Sea. You know oh yeah. Saying? Oh, oh yeah, that that was brilliant, and he compared it to his record label, which was yeah, like Atlantic oh. or something at the time. Oh, yeah. Amazing, dude! Like, oh, so I still I still find myself right. Like, I may not have mentioned Lupe, but I still listen to Lupe hard. Body, you have to. You gotta go back to Lupe sometimes. Like, it's food dope. and liquor. Yeah, food and liquor is found it, bro. Like. Once again, Lupe, though, I, I have many moods of Lupe, you know? Yeah. It's just kind of like, I even have, like, his old school joints from back in the day, like his, his um, his mixtape joint. Revenge of the Nerd. Oh, yeah. man, Revenge. Oh, dude. They all have different feels for me. So it's just yeah. kind of like, I can immediately hear a song from, from one of his eras, right? And it's just kind of like, nah, I'm not that, I'm not that Lupe today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. True. Like there should just be a drawing where somebody does the many moods of Lupe. You know what I'm saying? And and that would be tight. That's, that's true. Lupe or or is this kick push Lupe? You know what I'm saying? Like right. It, it just it does it for me. Um, but yeah, even down to that. Have you guys heard um, uh, the soundtrack to Yasuke? Yasuke done with Thundercat? Yes, absolutely. I have. Yeah. Of course, I have. I, I be playing games to it. Thundercat, you know, Flying Lotus, man. That's oh, one of the best, oh, man. Oh. best combinations you could put together right now. It is very melodic. You know what I'm saying? Like, And, and I'd be wanting to rap to everything on it. <laughs> I'm just, like, look, I might as well just start rapping to this stuff now. Oh, you know what? Perfect. Um, there's an artist by the name of... Uh, so if you've ever heard of the Super Soul Bros, right? There's an artist... Um, Robbie and Robbie goes by Gwabs um, on his own, right? Uh, G W O B S, I believe, and he did a a project that was about um, filing your taxes. So it was like chill beats to file your taxes. What? Yeah. And chill beats to file your taxes too. Someone is going to enjoy this. Someone is going to enjoy this. Right? That is, see, it's stuff like that that's genius, right? That's genius to me. 
and it was dope, right? Like, like when I sit and hear him as, as um, you know, like one part of the 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 Super Soul Bros, they they're insane. But listening to his music, his own music, his produced music, where where it's just him, like I don't know, like it just it hits me different because I feel like I'm I'm seeing all of these people on their solo projects as them, right? Yeah. Or who they are striving to be. Or sometimes mm-hmm. they see themselves as. And so that blueprint of it all, seeing the artist versus the music and, and you know, my feelings towards it and what I think to seeing the humanistic side of it, I, I don't ever think I'll get tired of that. You know, yeah. it's- can, I, can I ask you both this question, uh, dead or alive, based on their music and the projects that they've done in the past? Who would you guys want to do a feature with? Ooh. Be a feature on, you know what I'm saying, with Dead any artist. Guy. You know what I'm saying? Because it's hip-hop. Hip-hop, you can do with anybody. Because I, I don't have just one. <laughs> I'm down for the list. I'm down for the laundry list. I w- okay. First person on my list is Black Thought. Black and, Thought? Um, Black Thought is the first person on my list, mainly because, A, I've been rocking with the roots since I was a kid. Yeah. Right? And um when you talk C2.0 was brilliant. Dude, when you talk about MCs and and kind of like watching them evolve over the years, right? Black Thought is is like he's not only your MC's MC. He he is he is like he's that dude that is able to transcend one type of hip hop. Yeah. Jump in the type of hip hop you do and make it sound just as good, if not better, than you. That's fact. I agree with you on that. I agree. Like, you could be hood, you could be preppy, whatever kind of rapper you identify with, everyone's going to look at Black Thought and be like, yeah, I respect him. Yeah. 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 I would would happily work with him. Um, Another person on my list, of course, is Lupe, right? Yeah. Lupe's on the top of my list. Um, Substantial is also on my list. Substantial, um, absolutely. You know, Ran is on my list, but I have worked with Ran. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. The only reason I'm not going to put him in the list right now it's is you because you did it. Yeah, we've already done it. We've done that. Um, other people that I would just love. I mean, who isn't going to say Common? So I'm going to leave Everybody that. Everybody says Common, yeah. Everybody wants to work with Common. Yo, Common has transformed so much from when he first came out. Now, I didn't catch him when he first came out, but to where he got when he was doing the album uh, B and, what is it, Electric Circus? Oh, yeah, B and Electric Circus. I, I yeah. really enjoyed B. That yeah, song yeah, Go. Like, that was, I think all those are like post Erica Badu, you know, <laughs> albums. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But before, it's like, I like that. I like being able to see an artist evolve. You know what I mean? And it's always interesting to see what they evolve into. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Demo, who would you do a feature with if you could choose anybody? 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 If I could do a feature with anybody top three, I'm going to say number one is Jay Electronica. Huh. Jay okay. Electronica is like, yeah. to me, 
this unicorn, right? You know he exists, but he only comes out like once every three hundred years. Once every <laughs> three hundred years. But when he does, it's so amazing. It's like this was worth the wait. I'm still mad that I had to wait this long, but I'm not mad at it. So <laughs> You're gonna laugh because I I have a J Electronica story. Okay. Okay, so I listen to J Electronica, right? Mm-hmm. I've never seen an actual picture of him at this point in time, right? Yeah. Now I've I've seen a picture of him, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Many years ago, I was at a A3C, right? And um, I'm hanging out with um. Uh, who was there at the time? Um, Illmind. And me and Illmind at A3C, because Illmind used to do, he used to host the beat battle. So we'd always talk trash to each other, right? Mm-hmm. And we'd talk about who was going to win the beat battle. So so this year, there was two years in a row where my man Marcus Banks um, was there and he was participating, right? And I'm like, yo, I put my money on my man Marcus because Marcus is amazing and Marcus is going to win this. So I'm talking crap to him, right? The next year comes... Illmind is there, and and the guys from from um, oh, what what was the name? It's a really popular podcast, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm brain farting. Joe Rogan's podcast? Uh, no, no, think hip hop. Uh, uh, Drink Champs? No, 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 no. It was uh, Reggie and 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 Dallas Page and 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 Premium Pete, um, and they had a huge podcast. I'm just. I'm blanking on on the name of it right now, right? Okay. But pretty much, I, I'm talking with those guys. I see Illmind, and I go over and I'm like, "Yeah, my man Marcus is gonna take it this year," and blah blah blah. And we go back and forth, right? Okay. We're all talking crap, and another dude comes over, and you know he's just real chill, real cool. And I don't remember how we started talking, but we just started going back and forth, and we chill. We go over to the bar, you know, what I'm saying he wants to get a drink. And the reason why I, I gelled with him so hard, like like right away, he had on the medallion, right? Okay. So I thought that this dude went out and got a J Electronica medallion because I knew the medallion, right? Like, yo, your J Electronica medallion is tight, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you rock with J Electronica, then I know that you and I can have a good conversation. I know I rock with you already, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. so yeah. we're talking, we're going back and forth. The whole time, this dude was J Electronica. So yeah. a person comes along, right, and offers him a drink and blah, blah, blah. And and I saw that guy a couple of times or whatever. And the dude, every time he sees me, he sees me with another artist. So he's like, man, what do you do? And I go, man, I'm just a regular dude. I'm just chilling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Literally, Jay gets his drink or whatever. And, and he goes, um, the, the, the guy says something to him. And he's just like, yeah, you know, just two regular dudes. So literally, that's time. that taught me a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jay taught me a lesson that I would literally take with me for like the rest of my life past that point, right? Uh-huh. Just like at any point in time that you never forget that we all just want to be regular people. Just want to be regular. No part, you know, of, of this happening, does that actually stop happening? And that literally was just like two weeks later, right? Because it didn't occur to me right then and there he was Jay Electronica. Ooh. I'm an idiot. 
right? I was just happy to chill with him, and 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 you know, he was just a cool guy. He is a cool guy, yeah. So I am watching like I think it's BET, right? And there's some type of rap awards show. Yeah. I see Common, right? Common is on. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna watch this. And Jay Electronica gets on the stage, and I go, mind blown. <laughs> like I seen that guy. Like hold up, it's that guy. Hold up, that's the Jay Electronica medallion. That's Jay Electronica medallion guy. Ever a Jay Electronica fan? He was Jay Electronica. Wow. <laughs> that's. Yeah, I mean, he is. So, what? That's a super dope. Story. What makes me appreciate Jay Electronica is like. His first song that he really blew up off of, that Exhibit C track, mm-hmm. was so real and so... Gritty. Gritty. It was like you were poor with him while you were listening to that song. Like, that's the type of music <laughs> I love. Like, I'm there with you going through it. And you put it to this night, this dope beat. <laughs> That just matches everything precisely. Authentic music. But then Jay Jay Electronica is the first guy I would love to do something with. But then the second, I got to go with my dude, MF Doom. Always wanted to do something with Doom. (laughs) Doom is like... Doom is a brilliant... Doom Doom, Doom was a brilliant guy. I think I would appreciate doing something with Doom just off of what he was you know what i mean like he's still a mysterious guy you know he has his antics still a marvel villain and he's a marvel villain in real life (laughs) and the way doom rhymes was so (laughs) so strange at first um it's almost like you got to continue to listen to him to get him and i feel like i devoted so much time to Doom that is like, that's one of my top five artists dead or alive. Dead or alive, he's up like, there? He's on that list. He's on that top five list. <laughs> I haven't met, mentioned anyone on my dead list. Just my alive list. Oh, what's the dead list? What's yeah, the, what's dead list? Of course DMX. Of course. Everyone's going to say DMX. No, I'm not going to say DMX. Oh, okay. Okay. No. Only because I enjoyed DMX for who he was and what he was, right? Mm -hmm. Um, While I think we would have made dope music, um, the only reason he's not on my list is just kind of like, I kind of loved him for what I knew, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like uh, Tupac. I love Tupac and he's on, on, on like, you know, my top list. But to be honest, I enjoy him so much for what he did, I wouldn't want to work with him. Right, mm. um, uh, artists that I own. Uh, when I was when I was um, you know, coming up, one of my bucket list artists is now. I'm like, you know, while he's somebody I would have loved to work with had he been alive, um, I'm okay with 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 not like wanting to now or not touching the things that he's done. Is is Nujibes, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If if I was in the right place, you know, like. That entire movement, um, all of those dudes were people that I would want to work with. But I also love what they do so much 
that I'm like, I'm just happy it happened. Yeah. And like, Damn. at the end of the day, I'm just happy because there, there, there are no artists like me, you know, or, or even um, Sky Blue without dudes like them, right? Yeah. And so I'm just happy they even existed. I'm just dudes like uh, another person on my list would have been Dilla, of course. But of course, everybody, everybody should have to work with Dilla. I feel like working with Dilla should be a rite of passage. Yeah, in hip hop, being a great in hip hop. Yeah, and you look at it right, and it's just like the thing that I realize about my dead list is that I'm okay not working with any of them. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just so grateful they happened. I'm not. If I find a Dilla beat that I like, I'm always going to record. And I do. Anytime I come across a Dilla beat that I'm like, if I can find an instrumental to this, I'm going to rap over it. I do it. Mm -hmm. I legit, I do it every time. You have to. It's hard not to write to his beats in production it's to me it's hard it's anytime i'm listening to something that dilla did i start my brain starts working his work just talks to me yeah well there is a, a artist um who who lived in florida as well um that i was a really big fan of and i wanted to work with him and i never got to i never got to know him as well as i wanted to uh is an artist by the name of peyton Locke. Peyton Locke. Um, yeah, Peyton Locke. Um, Peyton, I think, was was just he was one of those those like gems, right? That not everybody got to see. Mm. It, you knew that he was just an amazing artist. Um, and I was lucky enough to see him perform. You know what I'm saying? Nice. He was amazing. And and then there's there's him. There's Willie Evans Jr. Um, Willie is alive, though. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. he's on my list of people that I'm like, look, I just think Willie is amazing. And and he actually, you know, him and um him and Peyton were best friends. I know, I know of Peyton through Willie, right? Mm-hmm. And um it just, man, the hip hop that they make out there, <laughs> Duval, Duval County, um, is is unlike and 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 some of the best in my opinion on this planet and i've been around right but you can listen to anything that those dudes do in their period um there's another dude he works with um he worked with peyton um is uh eden and all of those guys in their collective were just kind of uh, amazing right and a lot of the artists that i found around them um, were just insane. So if you pick up something like Trust, you know, you you will love them. They had a group called Asimov at one point in time and, and Asimov was was amazing. You know, like everything that comes out in whatever form from any of those dudes has just been stuff I've never forgotten and, and that I, I still actually actively rock, right? But for me, once again, you know, like, I'm, I'm mood music, so it's where I am. I also listen to a lot of Korean hip hop, and yeah, hey, that hey, that Korean pop man, that K-pop is snapping, dude. Nah, he said Korean hip hop. Korean hip hop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
not just pop. You know, like a lot of people jump on the pop bandwagon. Yeah, the, the BTSs and all that. that yeah, gets... but there are so Korean many. Korean hip hop? Yes, there's Korean hip hop. There's Korean like soul music. I listen to a lot of it. Korean soul music is amazing. So, so I want to, I want to talk about, I want to talk about your event coming up. But y'all got to put me onto this, this hip hop real quick. I need y'all to put me onto that. I want to know about that. I, I need to be put onto the hip hop part. Yeah, I need to be put onto this Korean hip hop because there's this uh, restaurant I always go to. And I guess they're always playing. I thought it was uh, Korean pop. Like, I thought that was just their pop music, but maybe it's hip hop. That's a thing. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, there, there are a couple, right? So, so I'm going to start with kind of like my, my top artists and, and kind of what pushed me down the, uh, the rabbit hole. Yeah, that's a rabbit hole for sure right there. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it starts off with a group called um, Epic High. Uh, now, Epic High is now, back in the day, they used to be a group called uh, CB, was it was it CB Mass, I believe? Yeah, CB Mass became, uh, I believe, what is Epic High. And so, Epic High, they're, they're actually pretty known in the States now these days. But I used to listen to a lot of music that they would put out. Um, there's another group, um, uh, there's Drunken Tiger, there's Epic High. Um, my favorite actual rap group was a group called the, uh, the Dynamic Duo. And they're amazing, watching them change over the years. They even in like, you know, I'm in the States, right? And I found out they did a joint with Premiere and I lost it. I was like, yo, they finally making it out here. Yeah, yeah. You're doing a track with Premiere. Life, life is going directly. Yeah, that, that's that's another one. That's another one up there. It's like hip hop. Are you really hip hop if you ain't worked with Premiere? It's a good question. <laughs> And if you don't aspire to work with Premiere, you're you're trying to get to Premiere if you, you know, you can't be sealed and signed off on if you ain't worked with certain people. Yeah, dude. They're just certain people. And and for me in Korea, those are the people for me. But my favorite artist is is a woman by the name of uh, Tasha, right? And and what is it? Uh, I believe it's Yumi Ray. Um, I I believe it goes by Yumi Ray now. Um, but her and and um, the the lead rapper um, Tiger JK they got married right like so the illest dude in 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 the hip hop game in Korea married like the illest woman in the hip hop game in Korea. Wow. I just thought that was the coolest thing. Like reunion. No, so that's couples goals right there. You know what right. I'm saying? That's that's bay goals right there. Yeah, you know, like she actually had the number one. Uh, Korean, uh, what was it? Um, R&B album and the number one hip hop album at the same time. What? You know, like she's she was that ill. She like the Korean Lauren Hill out here. Yeah, Korean and, Beyonce. But yo, she's done some of that stuff before some people that you think right. It just wasn't here in the states, so people mm. don't, they don't know who she is or what she's done. But gotcha. there are so many artists, man. There's there's a dude named Dean who I think is dope, right? And he does kind of like uh. Uh, why would I call that? I call it soul music. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's Dean, there's a group called Primary, and, and Primary is amazing. 
like I, I, I like most of the things that they do. Uh, there's another dude named Cold, <laughs> like C O L D E. Cold. He is. He is exactly that. He's cold. Like I, I, I love his music, right? So I find myself just kind of going everywhere, just because inspiration hits me everywhere. Yeah. You know, I listen to a lot of uh, video game music. I listen to a lot of anime music as well. Yeah. Right? Uh, one more conversation. One more question I'd like to ask about the uh, the festival is: in what ways can people reach out and, and help with, like, volunteer as well as uh, you know participate in the festival? What means to, uh, is available for people to use? Um, well, we're we're building this from the ground up, so mm -hmm. um, I would say reach out to me directly. Right? You can hit me up. I'm on all social media, Music IQ, um, or you can reach out us to us at Bites and Beats, B-Y-T-E-S-A-N-B-E-A-T-S, -E -E right? Yeah. You can send us a, a message on social media. You can send us an email, you know, because that's our email as well. So I think the, if anything, it's just reaching out, right? Like, I don't know what people's skill sets are, or what they do. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to figure this out from, from, the, from the point of I've never actually been the CEO of a thing or, or like... You know, like, okay, well, this is this is just it. I've created many things, but all in all, this is the thing that, you know, I'm I'm taking the most ownership of. Right. Saying like it's time to build an infrastructure for something that can last whether I'm a part of it or not. Yeah, I think the only thing that a CEO really needs is the is the vision and the scruples to carry it through, right? You know, envisioning to carry it through in a, in a moralistically uh, high road. You know, he makes everything right. The thing that you realize is is that there are so many things that you can't do to the best of your ability, and so you find people who are the best at, at doing what they do, right? right? None of this happens, you know, like diversity or, or, or education. None of this stuff happens with us alone, mm -hmm. right? It starts with a vision, and much like an RPG, you go on a quest, right? Can't go on an RPG quest, but so much without having other characters. Yeah, you got to yeah. it's, it's very important. So, so yeah, so that's kind of where we are. And if people want to be a part of that vision and, and see the vision for what it is, I'm, I'm shocked. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it makes me feel happy. So, yeah. For whoever whoever wants to be down, whoever wants to see this grow and and you know keep doing what we're doing, listen, I'm with it. Come through. I love it. I love it. Besides besides the festival, what plans do you have in the future? Are you performing at any cons? I know there's been a lot of stipulations that's going on with that. Uh, uh, if if cons are even starting and whatnot, I know I'm going to blurred con. I know I'd see you there. Um, what other plans do you have in the future, just in general, I guess? Well, I mean, for the future, man, it's just planning more events for Bites and Beats. Mm -hmm. um, there'll, there'll be some other things that I'll be, um, you know, I'll be working behind the scenes for as well. So I'll be doing those things as an artist, um, you know, due to COVID, I've been here, but I've been working on music, right? So, so it's also looking to start to figure out how we're going to start integrating back into this world um, as it's been changing, right? Yeah. For me, uh, that's a lot of the future. A lot of the future is just 
building infrastructure for everything that we want to see going forward. I'll still be getting on streams. I'll still be working on new events and new things to kind of put together for Bites and Beats, um, working on learning more about that branding and how to get it across and, and how to grow the brand out to where we can touch more people and do more things, right? Yeah. So for me, that's what the future looks like, right? It looks like a little bit of new music. It looks like a little bit of, of everything and, and figuring it out. So that's where I'm at. That's super dope. Um, are there any parting words that you want to share with everyone out there before we go? Is there anything, I don't know, message you want to say or just some positive words or, you know, anything you want to say? Kind of, kind of like the Jesus and Mural thing where they go out with the whole thing over your head, you know? What would be your parting words that you would want to share? Um, I guess if, if I had to say a thing, I'd probably start off and I, I simply say this, right? Like if the last year and a half to two years has, hasn't has taught you anything, right? I hope that it has. I hope that you realize how important life is, you know, like how important it is not always treated. Human beings are the only creatures on this planet, right? That have a, a sense of time to the point where we feel entitled to it, right? And you go around in life and we assume that we have tomorrow to do a thing, right? And we don't, we have today. And if you are so blessed to see tomorrow, then you have the opportunity to do the things that you couldn't do yesterday today, right? So plan, plan for the future, that's great right? But never forget the present. Never forget to work in the present and to make the places that you are the places that you want to be, right? Because people talk about what they want to see in this life all the time. But once again, actions and words are two different things. So if you want to see a change and you want to see something different, if you want to see uh, people come up, if you want to see something grow or something become something other than what it is don't wish for it work for it and be the change in this world that you want to see so if i left you with anything it's just to be the change and that's it there you have it dog man <laughs> man man i appreciate you for coming through man i i completely agree with your sentiments like you um, man, thank you for having, th thank you for being on the show, man. It was a pleasure having you, you know what I'm saying, for, for dropping gems on us, man. Folks that we can listen to, ways that we can expand our knowledge and grow ourselves cool. within, you know, music and, and gaming and the things that we love. Uh, and, um, yeah, and, and going out, man, if you don't take risks, you can't create a future, man. Where's Monkey D. Luffy? Take those risks. <laughs> man. Man, again, thank you. Thank you for being on IQ. Man, man, Demo, man. Thanks for being here as always. You know, uh, this is Coplay Media, and we are out of here. 
You've been listening to CoPlay Media with hosts Diers and Demo. For more information on CoPlay Media and the Blurred Community, visit coplaymedia.com or the CoPlay Media page at dc.radio.gov. 